This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Jennifer Wanderslevin. Jennifer is the CEO of Acute Care Services at Evident Health. Evident Health is a 50-plus hospital system that has grown into one of the great systems in the country. Uh, we're going to talk to, today to Jennifer specifically about behavioral health and some of the things and how Evident Health is looking at behavioral health. Jennifer, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yes, hi, I'm Jennifer Wonderslaven. It's great to be here with you today. I'm the CEO of Acute Care Services for Advent Health. And Jennifer, take a moment and tell us, what are some of the big trends that you're seeing in behavioral health? Yes, yeah, so we, um, you know, what a year to talk about behavioral health. Um, it's, it's something that has affected our country for a long time, but then been magnified through, through COVID um, with isolation and fear. And, and so um, as we talk about these three big trends, um, we just see more of a need for it even, even now. Um, so the first one is telemedicine. Um, we, you know, we began piloting telemedicine uh, with like our Baker Act patients as an example um, in our hospital several years ago, and we saw the uh, immediate benefit um, then. And um, and so I think it's it's really neat when you fast forward to today that that we're just seeing how COVID has brought uh, telemedicine, you know, to the to the forefront. Um, and so we're we know that. Um, Mental, with mental health, that the future will definitely continue to include telemedicine. So that's one. Um, a second big trend um, is uh, pharmacogenomics, which is really going to be the future of psychiatry. Um, and this is where it's really personalized medicine and where we, we tailor um, medications based on someone's uh, genomic profile. And so right now, for an example, we're doing a pilot with our um, patients who are have a primary di diagnosis of a of a mental health, um, and often we give medications, right? And and we don't know what side effects that they may be causing. And so we are doing a pilot today to um, look at those side effects and then tailor the medications given to that population. And then I think the third uh, trend that we're seeing in behavioral health is uh, increasing access to care. We we know that uh, one out of five adults will be diagnosed with uh, with mental health illness, and that it's um, that there is limited resources in, in our country, and we see that very much in the state of Florida as well. So increasing access um, is, is definitely key. And, and telehealth plays hand in hand with increasing access. Tell us more about the pharma side of this and what you're seeing there. With the pharma, the pharmaceutical side. Yeah, the pharmacogenomics, the pharmacide, and how it how it works with patients and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, with with telemedicine, I mean, we um, the pharma the pharmacide for sure has to do with taking the genome sequencing of, of someone's DNA and and then seeing um, what their body responds to um, and, and the side effects that it can cause, like depression or anxiety, um, and being sure that that we're not make, giving the medication that that makes it worse. Um, with telehealth. Um, when you talk about increasing access to care, you know, there's only so many psychiatrists and only so many licensed mental health specialists uh, in the country. And so um, being able to stand up telehealth as an option um, can get quicker access uh, for, for somebody who needs to see a psychiatrist virtually or even a, a licensed mental health uh, specialist. So I think that's, um, those definitely go hand in hand. 
Thank you. Talk a bit about the Advent Health approach, and, and how are you approaching behavioral health? Is it's become such a huge issue, and, and you, this year is certainly exasperated and accelerated everybody's thoughts about mental health because if, if people have both, they've got great concerns about COVID, and, and you know, literally people don't think they have mental health issues. They probably do anyways, but we all have behavioral health issues in some ways, and there's just abundant need and not enough help. How does Advent Health try and fill this gap? Yeah, so we, um, you know, obviously we will offer uh, acute care services, right? So if somebody um, has an immediate need, we definitely have, have the services to take care of that immediate need. But what we've done this year uh, to in- increase our awareness and access specifically has been, um, one, we, we just slightly talked about with, with telemedicine, where we are going to integrate telemedicine for um, access to mental health through primary care. So when you go to your doctor uh, for your uh, either a well visit or a sick visit, um, being asked questions to uh, around mental health to see if there's a need that needs to be addressed, having that consistent screening, and then having a, a telemedicine option with a virtual psychiatrist or mental health specialist. So that's one way. And then the second way is um, really fighting the stigma. We um, we don't talk about it enough. It's it's not normal um, yet for us to think it's okay to take care of our minds. And so we are really working hard as an organization to um, to fight that stigma. We recently came out with a, a campaign called "Fine Is Not Fine," and and that means that you know when somebody asks how you're doing. Uh, our response often um, is fine. I'm, I'm just fine. And, and that's not really who, who really is fine. And so being able to change a culture where it's okay to talk about feeling joyful, feeling anxious, feeling overwhelmed, however people are feeling and bringing, bringing that to the forefront is, is really the first step, um, you know, to, to starting to address uh, how people are feeling and then, and then point them to resources if they need additional help. And isn't that true? When somebody says fine, depending on how they say it, they actually are fine or they're really not, and they and they're really just don't want to get into it and make it safe for them to get into it and discuss what their behavioral health and mental health issues are is such a, such a good point. Is you spent a lot of time really learning, spending time in the behavioral health area and so forth. Jennifer, what are a few pieces of advice you would give to other leaders around behavioral health? Uh, number one is we need to address it. Um, it is it's something that you need to, to set aside a focus on. Um, it can't be it can't be diluted in in a lot of other things that have to get done. It needs its own prioritization. So I think think, think that would be one. Um, so if we talk about it, it, it helps it helps fight that stigma and makes it a priority. Uh, and then role model it. You know, in order to, to keep our minds healthy, there's certain things that we need to do um, as leaders. We need to, to role model um, talking about how we feel. We need to role model. It's important to to have sleep. It's important to, to get exercise. It's, a, it's important to take care of our whole selves. That's our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And so uh, that's what I would say. The two things is make it a priority and, and role model it. Fantastic. And and any thoughts, as you look at behavioral health, you look at big priorities the next year, what do you look at as your big priorities, particularly on mental health? What are are your your couple big priorities around this? 
Yeah, so for, for next year, we'll continue the work that we've talked about, um, as well as we are going to be hiring an executive to, to be dedicated in, in behavioral health. Um, and, and their job is, is going to be to build out our ecosystem uh, for behavioral health for the, uh, the entire continuum of care, um, outpatient to inpatient, and, and just make sure that we have plans in place. Uh, to meet every one of those uh, those needs. I mean, there's there's eating disorders, um, there is mood disorders. There's a whole lot of of um, space here that we need to make sure that we have uh, succinct plans that we can then implement and and make sure that we're providing for the community. You know, we we have a brand promise at Avent Health about feeling whole. And we talk about, you know, how you feel whole is your mind, body, and spirit. And if we do not address the mind, we're going to fall short on our promise. So that's our goal for next year is to make sure we have an executive dedicated and then building out the plans um, to, to make that successful. Thank you so much. Jennifer, always a pleasure to visit with you. You're in charge of acute care services at Evan Health, one of the largest systems in the country, president and CEO of that area. Thank you so much for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast today. Thank you for having me. Take care.